Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, once again, I want to thank you, but I also want to remind you that we are in some tribulation times and that even more than this will take place in our lifetime. But I want to encourage you and let you know that the traveling pulpit will be here to deliver to you the truth of God's word. And I will tell you how that's done, because here at the traveling pulpit, we remove feeling and emotion, feelings and emotions We remove those things because those things suppress the truth. And by removing those things, the truth is allowed and able to come forth. And that is what you hear when you listen to the traveling pulpit, the truth of God's word. Now, I invite you to check out the website, travelingpulpitministries.com. Check out the contact page. Reach out to me, travelingpulpit at gmail.com. Check out the blog page. Check out Traveling Pulpit books. You'll notice that a book is already has uh, already been written and one is on the way. Also, check out the contributions page. And if the spirit should move you, leave a donation. No donation is too small because now that we are going into this next phase of podcasting, we are having to pay for the podcasting. So your donation will help in that area. It will also help in other areas of ministry because of, as I've said before, the traveling pulpit looks to partner with other ministries that are helping ministries around the world. So we're a podcast ministry, but we are still a ministry under God's promise that we are here to deliver God's word. He gave us the authority to go into all the world. And I believe by this podcast, it is doing just that going into all the world. So if you feel you want to make a contribution, please do so. And no contribution is too small. Well, on today, family, I just want to prepare you with some promises of God, because there are things that we are seeing not only in the news, but also in our society that are taking place right now and things that that are happening in this world right now. But I want you to know that God has made promises and these promises, you can hold fast that they will come come through. So what is a promise? By Webster's definition, a promise is a declaration that one will do or refrain from doing something specified. Well, over in the Bible, in Genesis seven fourteen, God makes a promise with Abram when he says, I will make you the father of many nations. He made a covenant with Abram and he made him the father of many nations. If you remember here on the traveling pulpit, I talked about Abram and how one of the two sons that we come from them, it would be either Isaac or Ishmael that we come from because Isaac 
is the promised son, but Ishmael is the son that was given to Abram through um, his uh, um, Sarah's handmaid, Hagar. But God told Abram that he would make him the father of many nations because Abram at that point in Genesis 17 and 4 had no children. He had no offspring. Over in Joshua 1 and 9, God tells Joshua and the people of Israel, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I believe he is saying that to us in this year, 2020, for us to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid and to not be discouraged for he is with us wherever we go. Now, he has given us the ability to have common sense. So we should not be in places at one, two, three o'clock in the morning where we have no business of being, because that is where problems begin. And that is where you end up some, on someone's video phone going viral because you had no business being in that in that place that you chose to be in at that time. But God is letting us know that if we are with him, we should be encouraged. We should be strong. We should not be afraid and we should not be discouraged because he is with us wherever we go. And by doing so, Isaiah 40, 31 lets us know that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, will not grow tired or weary, but what he will do in his untired and in his unweary nature. He will give us strength who become weary and he will increase us who become weak in power. Even the youth that become weary, even the young men who stumble and fall, he will give hope to those in the Lord. He will renew our strength so that we will mount up like, like wings on eagles on wings like eagles and soar so that we will run and not grow weary and that we will walk and not faint. He has made promises to us traveling pulpit family. And I'm here to tell you that the Lord has plans for us in Jeremiah 29. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future. He knows what he wants to give to you traveling pulpit family. The question is, do you want this for yourself? Because we are among two worlds right now. We are among the spiritual world, which is where God resides, where is which he wants to have that relationship with us through his son, Jesus Christ. But we are also of the physical world where we are seeing reality TV shows, where we are seeing high end commercials promoting the cars and houses, where we are seeing the stock market and, and people um, getting all types of money. We are in two worlds right now, and the Lord wants you to know that he has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life that he is fulfilling in mine, and he has a plan for your life as well. And how do we do this? Matthew 6 says, 6 and 33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you. <laughs> 
You see, you have to seek him out. You have to go after him because he has a plan for you. But if you think that he's going to come and find you after all the things that you have done in your life, that he's going to give to you something that you don't ask him for, you're going to miss out. Now, I'm not talking to you who 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 are already a believer. I'm talking to those who are new to the faith, who are babes in Christ. This is what I want you to understand. He has a plan for you, but you must first seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given unto you as well. Because you're coming out of a world that is a physical world and you are coming into a world that is a spiritual world. And I encourage you, the mature in Christ, to help your younger brothers and sisters in Christ who are coming into this new world, who are coming into this newfound relationship with Christ. Make sure that they do not fall back into the world that they have just come out of. It is our responsibility to to watch out for our brothers and our sisters. Yes, I, me, I am my brother's keeper and I am your keeper. And that is why I ask that you contact me because I want to be your keeper and I want you to be my keeper. See, a relationship works both ways. It's one thing for me to come on every Saturday and deliver these messages, but it's another thing that you reach out to me. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know what you think of the Traveling Pulpit podcast. And that way we can build a relationship together in Christ. Because why? Because Christ has plans for not only you, but also for me. And if we're both seeking the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will be given to us as well. How do we know this? Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, for those who have been called according to his purpose. I just said the babes in Christ have just been called to serve the Lord according to his purpose. And it is our responsibility to look after them, to watch over them, you know, simply because Philippians 4, 12 and 13 says, I know what it is to be in need. This is Paul speaking. And I know what it is to have plenty. See, some of the babes in Christ have been in need, which is why they're trying something different. And some of the babes in Christ have had plenty or have currently have plenty and they want to share what they have. This is why it's so important for us to be the big brothers and be the big sisters of these new babes in Christ, which is Paul is saying, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. Take a moment and, and just think about that. All things can be done because the Lord gives you strength. This is why it is so important that if you are in this world, this spiritual world, you remain in this spiritual world because the world that is the physical world is about to go belly up. 
it is about to become bankrupt. And when that world goes bankrupt and goes belly up, you're going to see people do things you've never seen people do before in your life. But if you stand on the word of God, the plans that he has for you, the strength he will give you to do all things through him. Why? Because second Timothy one and seven says this for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, Paul says, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. You see, I'm not a perfect being. I'm a sinner by nature. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a heathen. A, I am, I am everything this world has to offer. However, I have given up those things. I'm still a sinner. Don't get me wrong. But what I have done is I have chosen to follow Christ. And I'm asking you, you babe in Christ, you longtime follower of Jesus, continue to stay on this path. Continue to choose him over this world. Because as I said, when the world goes belly up, we're gonna, there are going to be some people who are going to be lost. And when that day of temptation comes to you, remember these words from Hebrew 4 and 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. But let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that time, my brothers and sisters, that time is coming. I do not know when that time is. That is not a time of my concern. My time is now. My purpose is you. My purpose is also you who are brand new to the faith. My purpose is those who will share this message with their friends, their families, whomever they think that really needs to hear this message. My purpose, my time is for you. The time that is to come, that's not my concern. The time that we are traveling into, that is not my concern. My concern is you right now with the time I have. See, it, it's simple. It's so simple. The word is life. The word is life. You know how simple that is? The word is life-sustaining to us who believe, but it is life-changing to the new hearer of the gospel. That is why the word is so important. All of us need to hear it. Another thing I want to stress is that we are, we are all in a storm. And Jesus has come to us in this storm. Now, some 
are going to be taken by the storm because of how they choose to live their life. Others, because they are more concerned with the storm. How you must, how you must not take your eyes off Jesus. Simply because staying focused on Jesus will make the storm less threatening and the things of the storm or the things in the storm will be carried away by the other things that have no effect on you. You know, it's kind of like when, when Jesus was, was, was standing with Peter and Peter took his eyes off, off of the storm. And then he began to sink. That is not going to be the case this time around. We will, we will drown. Those who are in the storm who take their eyes off Jesus or those who are in the storm and choose to live a different lifestyle. They will drown. So in closing, the word is life sustaining to the believer, but it is life changing to the new hearer of the gospel. And this is why the word is so important. All who hear it. We are in a storm and Jesus is coming to us in this storm. Now, some are going to be taken by the storm because of how they choose to live their life. Others, because they are more concerned with the storm. How Jesus must not take your eyes off, off of him because staying focused on Jesus will make the storm less threatening to you. And the things within the storm are then carried away by the things that are going on around the storm. They will not have an effect on you. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for allowing me to come and just give you some Bible verses about God's promise, what it means to be in his promise, in his, in his presence. He is calling us together. We are, are in what man calls a pandemic, what I call God's harvesting. Because with the world saying these things are going on, the spiritual world, Jesus says, prepare for these things that are about to happen. And I pray that you will stand firm on the word of God. I pray you will not tuck tail and run because let me tell you something. There are no black back. There are no back plates in the armor of the Lord. You hear me? There are no back plates because if you tuck tail and run now, you don't even have to worry about turning back. But the Lord wants you. He wants those who are running, who have turned their back on him to turn around, to get equipped with that armor because it is so important. Because he loves you and he wants a relationship with you. Traveling Pulpit family, reach out to me. Email, social media. Let me know what this message means to you. This relationship that the Lord Jesus wants to have with you. And, and if and if necessary, check out the website, check out the blog that have, that has just been written. Seeing is not believing its destruction. When you go to the website and you see the the, the con contact information, reach out traveling pulpit at gmail dot com. When you see the contribution page, 
Remember, no contribution is too small. When you see the 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 invite to to follow this podcast, become a subscriber. You can find me on every available uh, podcast provider on this planet. I am just about on every one of them. I just found out today that I am on Alexa now. So if you should happen to be playing around with your Alexa and you happen to say, Alexa, play the traveling pulpit traveling pulpit podcast. Say that three times. (coughs) Excuse me. Chances are it'll come up. But I've said enough. I want you to know I love you. I will return again on Wednesday for refuel and recharge. We're kind of tinkering with the name right now, trying to figure out what sounds best. But if you follow this podcast, this podcast is going to change your life because that's what the truth does. The truth changes you in a way you never thought were possible. But that is what happens when you come to the traveling pulpit. When you subscribe to this podcast, you're going to change. Because here at the Traveling Pulpit, we remove emotions and feelings so that the truth can come forth. I love you, Traveling Pulpit family. Be safe out there. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord and know that I love you just as Jesus loves us. Bye for now.